Welcome back to the Johnny and Chai audio experience. Uh, we are back with our first podcast since the new year, so happy new year, 2019. Chai, what are you looking forward to 2019 in 10 seconds? Oh, 10 seconds. I am looking forward to getting back in shape here a little bit, <laughs> coming out of retirement. No, just, uh, <laughs> you know, looking forward to a good year at work, hopefully moving forward. I'm trying to read some more books every uh, book a month. I know Ooh, that's, okay. Yeah. That's slow for most people, I think. <laughs> but, but hey, uh, you work a lot. Yeah, you know. But, so, uh, yeah. Uh, it's an exciting new year. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. I always love the new year. All right, uh, let's get in, though, to what happened back in 2018, uh, last year. Uh, Steelers, uh, big news for us, anyway, Steelers miss out on the playoffs. Uh, they finished 9-7, uh, or they finished 9-6-1. Correct. Uh, I lost a bet by a game. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> right, yeah, you were, you were pretty close on that one. <laughs> pretty darn close on that one. Um uh, I really thought Mayfield was going to pull it off once they got into Raven, uh, into the Ravens' um, side of the field. Um, but didn't work out. Steelers should have never been in this situation is my short answer. So am I shocked? Uh, at the start of the – if you would have told me this at the end of the, beginning of the year, I would be a little surprised. But now I'm not. I'm not shocked and I'm not overly disappointed Uh given just week 17 alone. I thought they didn't play that well against the Cincinnati Bengals. I really didn't think so. Uh, but anyway, uh, lots of drama in Pittsburgh. No question about it. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> honestly, I was watching the Browns game the whole time. Like, I, I didn't Did even you really? watch the Steelers game. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but. Oh, go. When I was watching the Steelers game, I swear I was sitting there, half on my phone, half watching the game. I was wearing a Steelers jersey, but I was just sitting sitting on my couch, just kind of because it was just kind of a boring game. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then the Steelers, so the Steelers won the field goal, and I was like, "All right, let's go, let's go watch the Browns game, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. sw- switch it over, let's go." Gosh. They switched it over, and I was on my feet. I was on the edge of the couch for the last two minutes of that game. I wasn't on the edge of the seat at all for the Steelers game. Oh, it, it was so boring. I, I was in, <laughs> I was in Chicago, as you know, so I was I'm, right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm so you, could, you could watch both. That's right. Okay. Right. Well, well, the Steelers game wasn't even on for that. And I was, oh, okay. And I, I got see, like yeah. the Chicago game, and so I'm on my phone, like watching this. Like we're kind of like jumping around, we're eating food, we're picking out, and I'm just I'm watching on my phone every once in a while, keeping up on track. We're in like this sushi restaurant, and like, okay. yeah, I don't know. They serve it to you like on a, I don't know, like a buffet, a platter thing, like comes flying to you, whatever. Nice. And I'm wa- I watched the last play when Baker throws an interception, oh. and it killed me. Oh, dude. My buddy across the table doesn't even like, care about football. He had no idea. I'm like, ugh, I'm dying there, man. So, to, to uh, he didn't play well enough. Three interceptions I, isn't well, I mean, I didn't think he played. I, I think. I, we can't make excuses. Yeah, we can't make excuses. I don't, like, I still love the guy. I, I don't think that that game is a forecast of his career by any stretch of the imaginations. Like, some haters of Mayfield are saying, oh, he didn't play well in a big game. You, your team is not even going to the playoffs, and you still come within a, a couple plays. Yeah, it was a big game for come the Ravens. On. It wasn't yeah. a big game It wasn't a game, big game for the Browns at all. Um, I guess it would have given him a winning record. Yeah, but, but still, uh, you can't, you can't, look, you can't look too much into it. He was no. playing as a number one defense, a team that they already they did beat him in earlier in the season. They did. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot for the Ravens to play for. It's really hard to beat them. I thought the pass on third down that was behind Landry, that was tough. The, you have to make that throw. Granted, he's a rookie. I'm not going to blame him. But for future reference, like look at throws like that. Like that's That cost you, things like that, small things. For sure. Um, I would not have been opposed to them throwing, out, throwing the kicker into the game for a long field goal at that point. But I, I don't. I, I don't think either way is a bad call. They needed to get, like, five yards even. Yeah. Like, five yards makes a huge difference in that stretch of the field. I mean, you know you're playing against the number one defense. Right. So, but was, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe tough. It's, it was tough. <laughs> um, it, it really stunk when they weren't able to stop them. Or they stopped them on that fourth down or a yeah. third down across the goal line. Mark Jackson isn't in. Refs blow the whistle, whistle so the play's dead. Yeah. Can't run it back. It sucks, but that's the rule. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just is. So they miss. They they stop the touchdown, but they can't get it. Yeah, um, one of their own would have been a big play. Yeah, it happens. Uh, I so then the the Eagles get get into the playoffs. Nick Foles, man, Saint Nick, Mole, uh, Foles magic uh, is happening. Uh, and then the Colts get into the playoffs as well. Uh, both teams, I think, uh, 
scary. You don't want to play them right now, I don't think. I know it's Nick Foles and a backup quarterback, but again, we saw it last year. It is Nick Foles <laughs> as a backup quarterback. I mean, we'll get into the picks, but yeah, we'll, team, we'll go into more detail hot, on that. They're hot, and that's they get hot at the right time, and you get you squeeze just in. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> All right, uh, let's switch gears to, because it was New Year's, my favorite time of the year. Why? Because of college football bowl games. Uh, Chai, did you, what, your overall thoughts, in three words or less, <laughs> what did you think of the bowls this year, overall? Kind of boring. I, I, you know, here's the thing. I mean, you're obviously way more into college than I am. So um, I've slowly continued to watch more. Obviously, I love Ohio State. That was tough to watch, and yeah. I, I I wasn't I also wasn't going out of my way to watch it per se. You know, I, I would catch a little of this, a little yeah. bit of that. You're, you're in Chicago, traveling um, a little bit more. Yeah, so I, I did watch. I was able to watch some, and, and I was certainly keeping up with scores too. But I, I don't know. I just wasn't like eh, what I saw. <laughs> I, just, I, I wasn't that excited with, and that that doesn't happen every year. Most of the time, they're yeah. all really good games. Um. We'll, you know, people are getting caught up and saying, "Oh, wh- what happened?" You know. Yeah, we'll get to the yeah playoff games side. aside. I just, I, eh, yeah, it was okay. I, I watched first game I watched uh, of the bowls because you know me, I love college bowls, but I don't watch them until the Big Six or unless there's a bit like a good game like around the New Year's. You know, a bigger right. bowl. Yeah, I, I can't stand the. We have the Red Box Bowl coming. It's like the Red Box has a bowl now. <laughs> I think there's 43 bowls this year. That is that's, that's absurd. That is absurd. That's that ridiculous. is way too many. Uh, first game I watched was West Virginia and Syracuse. Syracuse actually won, but the reason I didn't watch that game was Will Greer wasn't playing. If he was playing, I would have watched the game. Uh, Syracuse won. They probably wouldn't have. It would have been a much better game if there was more at stake. If Greer would have played, or if it, I don't know. When you when players are taken out of it, it's like uh, all right. It loses meaning for sure. Uh, Games like Oregon versus Michigan State. Oregon won 7-6. to six. How fun was that? Not fun at all. Not great. Uh, Pitt versus Stanford. Stanford won 14-13. It was a really boring game. Uh, the, and then the, the playoffs. Or, okay, this is playoffs aside. Rose Bowl, my favorite Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl is my favorite bowl every year. It always is great, whether it's in the college playoff or not. The setting, everything about it, I love it. I thought that was really boring. I don't think it was because of the teams. I just think, you know, it was kind of like just the way the game played out. I don't really blame that on the teams. We both thought that was going to be a much better game than it was. Yeah, it, or if nothing else, interesting. Ohio State was going to score more. I, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I thought so, at least. Yeah, I, I, I thought that it could have been – I just thought it could have been better, uh, especially in the early half of the game. Um, yeah. And then I thought the best bowl game was uh, – um, Texas versus Georgia, mm. Kentucky versus Penn State. Uh, before we go, that, that game that I, I, I laughed. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. I I, I was actually watching it with my grandpa, who was a massive Penn State fan. We saw the putt return, and we're just like, "Oh, <laughs> what? What just happened?" Uh, that yeah. was uh, that was pretty interesting. But I I can't say I watched much of it because I was on the road. Uh, but the the uh, Georgia Texas game was great, but. Mainly because you're sitting there, wait, this team was supposed to be in the college football playoff? You were on Twitter making fun of Notre Dame, and then you go and lose to Texas. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but like... Uh, that's a little embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That's pretty embarrassing. That is flat out embarrassing, <laughs> and I love, I loved it. I am a big fan of Ellinger. I, like, I don't have anything against Texas. I like what they're starting to build up. I love Ellinger. I think he's going to... He could do decent in the NFL. I'd like to see him be used as something. Uh, because that kid has a lot of heart, and I, I absolutely love to watch him play. And he played very well. Uh, but then the college football playoffs. Uh, so if, if I had to fix college football, uh, and, and I was in charge of fixing the bowls, I, for one, would cut it down to, at tops, 10 bowls. I, I wouldn't want more than that. I think there's just too many. There's just way too many. And you you know you see bowl games where... Fans don't really travel to it. It's they're not well attended games. So the, in the college football playoff, I don't know if it's kind of taking a lot of the excitement out of the other games because it's like, oh, we're not in the playoffs, so why should we care? I don't know. But I think the top six are still good bowls, and they should be. Well, I mean, a couple of thoughts with it. One is that 
Gosh, I mean, how do there get to be so many? I mean, we know, I don't know. We know we know fundamentally the reason behind it. It makes money. Yeah, money maker. It, it's a money for the schools, the NCAA. I mean, yeah. that's why they're doing it. It's not because they care about any of those teams or they yeah. want to recognize the fortieth team or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's absurd. It doesn't make any. But sense. But I remember like the Fiesta Bowl being a perfectly fun game to watch every year. Yeah, that used I remember to be a big deal. bowl games like two days before New Year's. Like I don't know what the names were, but. You, it would be between like a, a West Virginia and I don't know a Georgia or Cle- and it would be good good games like fun games. It just doesn't seem to be that way anymore. I, I mean, don't know we, why. We may have hit a it, dud. It year. could have just I that was Which I something I wanted concede. to get to. I, I think it was a little bit of a dud year, a little bit. Yeah, playoffs. I mean, two team playoffs, eight team, fifty bowls, ten bowls. It, they just weren't great games. I mean, yeah, it it happens. It yeah. does. I mean, yeah, it happens you're not going to lose sometimes any, yeah, too. Yeah, you're not going to lose people watching college football because of the no, <laughs> that, I mean, that's not going to uh, Yeah, you might complain about it for a couple of weeks, but then next year, guess what? We're going to be sitting here watching it again. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, but one thing I wanted to say about the overall college football playoff aspect of it, because obviously, um, as a Notre Dame fan, that was hard to watch, and it was like I, I'm not going to try and make any excuses for it. I don't really want to go into the details of it because. Honestly, I don't think there's much you, to you say. Sure, you sure you don't want to go? There really or? isn't much to say. <laughs> uh, here's honest to goodness what I have to say. It definitely wasn't the game that you and I thought it was going to be. Uh, I thought Notre Dame would come out just playing better offensively. Uh, but when I saw them on the field against Clemson, I thought, wow, Clemson really is that much better. That was the And, it, and the thing is, Clemson's offense got going early enough. And I was thinking... It wasn't so much that I thought that Notre Dame played a bad game, which you could say they probably did play a bad game. It, obviously, when you lose 30-3, to three, it happens. A little sloppy in terms of taking care of the ball at first, too. Yeah, that was right. Sloppy. Not a sloppy, good Sloppy, just a rocky start is, is a good way to put it. Um, they're, but they had opportunities. They, they had opportunities. Um, you know, the fumble, uh, you could say that fumble on the kickoff should have gone Notre Dame's way. Maybe it should have. Uh, but anyway... When when Clemson started getting the ball moving, when their defensive line just started eating that that offensive line of Notre Dame up, it just became so clear. Clemson really is a way better, and it it just seems to me that. And then you watch Clemson or you watch uh, Trevor Lawrence, a true freshman, come in and look like he he was not no no <laughs> no stutter in his step. I mean, my gosh, like the guy. I, I, I will root for any true freshman. Yeah. Because growing he's up as big. a little kid, when I didn't you look him that. in the back and you're like, is that you're a quarterback? Like, what the heck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's six five, I think. Well, I, growing up I never knew that like there was a difference from red shirt and freshman. So yeah. I figured that out. I was like, What the heck? Like yeah. this is ins- <laughs> like that's insane. Yeah. I, I mean so you know, I, I love watching that kind of stuff. I mean, for Notre Dame it you know, maybe we thought they were better than they were. I think I I, I certainly watched more of them than I did Clemson. Yeah. Um <sighs> It's tough to see. I mean, I Clemson is just really good. Oh man! And it's not like they had this amazing like row of opponents they beat, in my opinion. Yeah, from Boston College, they had some good games. They had, they had some games, really good games. Nothing that would have told I, me. That I they didn't were think blow that them they were going to blow them out. No way. And I, and I, another thing is, um, even after the Oklahoma Alabama game, which was started out, it looked like it was going to be a blowout. The second half actually got pretty darn entertaining, uh, and they made it close. But, and, and that's going to be a fantastic championship game. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, no question. Uh, but I just want to say this for the people that are screaming about the college football playoff, even though the games were this, you could say boring is a fine word because even though I'm a diehard Notre Dame fan, I had to turn it off at it with about 10 minutes to go. I switched it to Armageddon. <laughs> and, oh, that's bad. Uh, that's yeah. really bad. Uh, so it, it, it just. I don't think the committee got it wrong. I still don't. I, like as bad as those games were, Georgia lost. Ohio State struggled in the Rose Bowl at times. I, I just don't think they got it wrong. Just I, because they're blowouts. Right. It, it was it was well made. Yeah. Ohio State had a, bat, a worse loss than Oklahoma. That's the standard. They got it right. Yeah. Georgia had two losses and lost in the championship. Yeah. Now you can't put them in. Here, here's what I just want to say about the people arguing saying that this means that we should have an 18 playoff or a 16 playoff. And then I've also saw some people saying the other way. The, the other way, <laughs> yeah. no, go back to two teams. Which, you know me, 
um, I was sitting there. We talked about it through text message a couple times over the weekend. I actually entertained both thoughts <laughs> because I just as a, not as a you know as a Notre Dame fan for someone getting blown out, you would think like don't change up the system. But I'm thinking like something's got some maybe something has to change. Like what could change? Um, and so here's just a couple of things that I that I have gone back and looked at in the history of the college football playoff, which we've only have had it for four years or this is the fifth year. Only twice has there been ga- semifinal games that have been decided by fewer than ten points. So the semifinals are usually blowouts. Generally blowouts. Yeah. Uh, only three of them by fifteen points or less. So again, blowouts. Uh, in the final 10 seasons of the BCS uh, era, we saw four of the championship games be decided by 10 or less. Only four of those t- final 10 games. You have uh, tons of blowouts in those. Uh, so, And then under the playoff system, the actual championship games have been, have been great. Even though we've only had four, the actual championship games, oh, once you get been, there, they've like, been fantastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, three have been one-possession games. One of them was in overtime. Uh, and and then the Ohio State win over Oregon, even though it was forty-two to twenty, it was a good game until the fourth quarter. I, I wouldn't say that that's a blowout if three of the four quarters are good. Like it's yeah, a blowout. I mean, still would, a, a blowout is the game's it, it, over at halftime. Right, it's a that solid game. Win, was but not over at halftime. No, it, it, it was a good game. So my when I look at that, I honestly think it's let's slow down on the talk on both sides. Either way, I think whatever system you have, you're going to have two teams that are above and beyond better than everyone else. Right now, it's Clemson and Alabama. You might have a third team that is good and beyond, which is the fourth seed uh, Ohio State going on and beating Alabama and then Oregon. You have teams like number four Alabama last year going in and, and beating. beating. You know, yeah. you, so so having a four team playoff, you're almost welcoming that third team that can play with those other two teams. If you go to eight teams, I think you're going to have some really good first-round games with a couple other blowouts, the top two seeds. Maybe a six-team playoff would be okay. But I, I just think all around we should just slow down on the talk because I think if you limit it to two teams, you really run the risk of getting one of those teams wrong, and then you have a blowout. And right, if we they see get that. it wrong. I mean, yeah, and we've seen that. Notre Dame. <laughs> I mean, Notre Dame, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Sure. Um, but they didn't true. get it wrong, but. It's just let's just but, slow down because either way, I don't think you you don't solve that problem. Right. Well, here's the other thing. A couple, and I'd be we, I'd be okay with a couple with a couple blowout semifinals if the final if is the that final good, is good, which they are. The thing is, to a couple of points. One is that we talked about last year, and last year basically made the case for an 18 playoffs. Yeah. Because those teams were all that good. This year, it's okay. Well, maybe <laughs> we should have only two. You know. I, I still think that uh, if you look at it as a whole, like, bigger picture, I still want to see more teams in the playoffs. Um, simply because it's college football is so bizarre the way that it's set up. It, it, it's not normal. I like seeing playoffs. There can be upsets. There can. It's just a fact. You never yeah. know. Um, and I, I think teams, you know, are fighting their butt off all year and they get a bowl game. To me... Yeah kind of coming in more into the college and being a millennial, I don't I don't care that much about bowl games. I think the Rose Bowl is interesting. Uh, but other than that, like I, I just don't care that you much. You want to see champions and I want to see championships, and I want to see playoffs and more of them. And you could still have some of those major bowl games. You just yeah. make them the playoff game yeah. or something, you know, which I think like the Sugar Bowl was – or maybe I'm mixing yeah, it up. Have, Sugar yeah, the Bowl Sugar Bowl was, was, a, was part of the – no, it was Cotton. Yeah, Cotton Bowl was part of it. But yeah, yeah the Sugar so Bowl, yeah, bad. You, you could still you have could, all those festivities around yeah. just like they I do mean, now. Cool. But, yeah. um, no problem with that. You run the risk of anything. Now, I, I am still for the 18, but the 16 is intriguing because you are giving two people a yeah. bye. And Let's then say it's Clemson, Alabama. really might not have really blowouts. Good games. The thing is, I think the eight, the 16 playoff could have a good way of you wouldn't have blowouts. Because, right, in theory, it like, should. Just imagine yeah. this. Like, you could have the Georgia versus. Ohio State versus, you know, uh, the Oklahoma, like and, Oklahoma and, uh, and Notre Dame. Or something. Those, could be, those could be great games. Right. The second uh, – okay, uh, but let me finish this point, then I have an, one last quick point. The second-round game would probably be much better because those teams would both be coming off of big wins, and there would be a lot at stake. Certainly possible. It's certainly possible. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, really, I just 
I, I either way, I don't know if we should move on quite yet. Just looking at those, I think it's numbers, worth taking but... a look at at least and possibly doing some experimenting with it. Yeah, if I don't we think continue to have these much. blowouts and it and the ratings go down, entertain the thought. If, if that's what you're trying to eliminate, if you're trying to eliminate blowouts, look into it. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I I prefer regardless to move forward with it personally, but I can see why they're hesitant to do it. One question for you. Random topic. Okay. Do you th- what? Are, what are your general thoughts? Give me a sentence or two on senior guys not playing in their Pro Bowls, like it or dislike not, it. Not playing in the in their in their college in their, bowl in their, games. It would basically be bowl their game. senior game, bowl game. Yeah, bowl game. So, so like real good. Uh, I personally don't have a problem with it because I, I don't have a problem with it. I just question: Is that the right move? And I, I think there are cases where it is the right move. I'll give you an example. Uh, Bosa this year. No, I have no problem with that. And on a person, on a player level of the player, and on the p- level of the of the team, look, the guy knows that he's probably going to be a top five draft pick. Right. What more does he like? Granted, you can make the case for the team. It's not necessarily selfish to say, look, I know that. I'm going to go on and have a great NFL career, whether I win or lose this season in a bowl game. But so therefore I'm going to protect myself because if you get hurt and you really run the risk of not playing in the NFL, I mean, that's your career. That's your job. Yeah. Your future job. I don't want, you're getting paid to play in one game and one not right. Uh, That to me is just like, it's common sense. Uh, However, I think that there is a little bit of a problem. I have a little bit of a problem with players that if the player if the, if you're a player and you think, "Man, I might not make the first round. I might not make the top 20. I might not make the top 15." Then I really think you you need to put into the player's mind is, "Okay, well, playing in the bowl game, how much do you think that could help you?" If you play in that bowl game and you pull you off an well, upset, big that's deal. your last chance. Right. Um you're running away f- from your team because you might make the first day of the draft. You know what I mean? Like it, it you're you're talking about difference of of performance of from consistent players, but Certainly. I don't know. Like it's just I don't have a problem with it. I think it's just you need to question what the player is thinking. Right. And I think I think it and the reason I brought it up is because no, it's a fair some point. of those some of those bowl games are less interesting to watch because they're not in it. Yeah. Nick Bosa would have made things more interesting, certainly. So would have Will Greer, obviously. Yeah. My general thoughts on it briefly is basically I, I think it's a personal decision, and I don't think media or other people should be crucifying these guys. No, no, exactly. That's why when Nick Bosa does something like that, and the that, team's like applauding him for crying right. Out that's loud. why I say they understand that, they know that, they get it. Oh, absolutely, they they do. They that's why I'm saying cool it's not it. selfish. Their coaches are cool with it. They get it. Yeah, that's why I on a, on a general whole I have no problem with it because the player should be allowed. If you're not getting paid, granted, I'm not going to make that case. That's a completely different discussion. Right. But I'm just saying, if you know that you can get paid to play on Sundays and you want to protect that, I'm like, no what can I say? It. What can yeah. I say? I don't blame them. All right, uh, let's move on to the next. We're going to have to make this next segment <laughs> a little bit shorter because we went on, in on this one quite a bit. All right, Chai. Uh, something that you and I have been talking about uh, via text and whatnot, especially since uh, the Steelers' last game uh, in Monday and since the news has been breaking out. Uh, granted, by the time you guys hear this, I'm sure that you all are aware of what's going on with Antonio Brown and the Pittsburgh Steelers. <clears throat> um, we can talk about Tomlin and what we think about him uh, as well, but very briefly... Can you give me your thoughts on the just just the Brown drama situation as a whole? Your immediate thought on it, if you had to describe it in a in a small box of a sentence or two. <laughs> well, I think it's a mess, and it has been a mess for some time. This isn't just one incident. This is, I, I mean, the, he he didn't show up to work. That's that's a big deal. I mean, that happened already. This year which i believe is new for him we know him as a hard one of the hardest working people on the team yeah there's no question um his <laughs> reputation precedes him uh, brown is an interesting background which i won't get into long story short sixth round draft pick wasn't supposed to be great turns into a 
arguably, I think, the best receiver in the league. Yeah. This has been a long time coming. If you talk to players that know him, Ryan Clark has sounded off about him. I thought he gave a really interesting take. This isn't really a surprise. It's just gotten to the boiling point where they can't handle it anymore. Yeah. And I think they're going what they actually will do and what they should do, they they have to be questioned, is this worth it to put up anymore? Um, I've gone back and forth about it. We'll get into that. But I think that um, the drama, it, it's overwhelming. And don't get me wrong, everybody knows how talented he is. Yeah. Do you think that after the Le'Veon Bell situation, the Steelers should be all the more uh, quick to act on Antonio Brown? Well, with Le'Veon Bell, it's... It's it's strictly money to me. I it sure. seems like that. Antonio yeah, Brown, fair point. It, it, it seems, but still, it's, it's a about him. Thing. It's about his brand. It's about how he's playing. Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he did have the off the field issues, but when he was there, he was working. He, he, yeah. it's not like but I, on the, we don't on have the, reports of that, right? So if, if in terms of just the team reaction, team reaction, it. discipline. Gosh, I mean, the problem is that Tomlin has let it get out of control. But there's only one person to blame for Antonio Brown being out of control, and that's Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. I, I mean, you're not going to put that all on the coach. No. I think that ownership has also allowed that to happen. Uh, Chris Muller from the fan gave a great take on it, saying basically th- this goes all the way up to the top. This isn't just yeah. a Tomlin decision. No. This is Colbert. This is Rooney. Rooney. Any, anybody, yeah. They, they, they could have stepped in at any point and said, all right, well, we got to do something about this. Yeah. Um, You know, I've... I've played sports at a you know the collegiate level, a small one, granted, and it's not pro, but I mean, you everybody has personalities. Yeah, certainly. And um, the way it's up you, to the coach and management yeah. to how you expose your personality has an effect on the team. Oh, no question about it. I mean, you have people that are talented all the time, that are a pain in the neck, that sometimes you can deal with it, and sometimes you can't. They're getting close to that point. Yeah, I think that especially with receivers. If you have an ego, if you have something that, you know, of the likes of Antonio Brown, that attitude, Terrell Owens, Ocho Cinco, some of these other great receivers, I think teams are just overall better without him. What? Who are the teams? To me, it seems that Brown, Ben, and Tomlin are obviously way on a different level. Or they're on a they're on different planets when it comes to what's your agenda. Ben and Tomlin. Win a Super Bowl. Brown, build my brand. Uh, have, you know, be the greatest receiver, the highest paid receiver. Be on Pizza Hut commercials. Have the greatest touchdown dances. Get catches. Get fantasy points. Him, him, him. Uh, <clears throat> I like what Greg Jennings said. He was on Colin Coward, uh, the Herd show. And he said, I'm paraphrasing this, but he says something along the lines of, he said, Antonio Brown is the type of player who's quiet and you want on your team. He's the hardest worker, but when you hand him the keys to the sports car, he wants the car to himself so he can go at his speed so that he can listen to his radio channels or whatever. And I think that is a very good analogy. I personally, back when he signed the contract extension, the massive deal, which made him the highest paid receiver at the time, uh, I personally, when they signed it, I thought this day would come within three years. And it's... I would be. Sh- I personally, when I originally heard the news that he sat, when I heard the news, when it, when I heard the news that he was that he sat out, and that there just was all kinds of drama. But in that last week, him sitting out of meetings, him throwing a ball at Big Ben, and Tomlin, pretty much giving him the opportunity to go into the locker room and say, "Guys, I'm not playing today." Just all that drama, whichever side of it you want to believe. When I heard about that, I was thinking a trade talk has got to be coming up. And it was within minutes. It was within hours of this whole story breaking. I mean, I think it has to be at least considered. But now that the trade talk is on the table, I would be shocked if he's in a Pittsburgh uniform again. I just would be. And honestly, I would be disappointed if he was again. I think I've got a few keys here. We'll run through (laughs) real briefly of what I think Steelers should do moving forward. Okay. You know, but I, I, I don't understand how you can't at least... Take a look at that opportunity. Now, credit to the Steelers, and this is why they're a great organization. They take their time, they evaluate, they go through things. I hate when Tom will get up at a press conference and say nothing, I but thought, he's great at it, yeah, because that's his job. Again, yeah. They're going to make some changes. Something's going to happen. Coaching staff, along the lines of Antonio Brown, I think it's enough. 
Antonio Brown or Tomlin? Now, I know you do not like Tomlin, but at this point, who would you rather have moving forward? So if I had to stick with one, oh, that, easy Tomlin. Okay. Like, no, like most of the time, I, I go player over coach most, I, I, of, most of the time I, I do. I'm, I'm iffy on that, but I get what like, you mean. Like I picked Rodgers over McCarthy. I think McCarthy was a great coach, that's a, that's but a they good need, example, I think they but, needed to move on. Yeah, that's a good example. But Antonio Brown's not the leader of the team. He's not exactly. He's not the quarterback. Yeah, throwing things at Big Ben, I, I, I kind of laugh. Like but it's clearly out of control. This, this just, I don't know. I, I just don't get how you can be paid that much money. You can have a a team as good as the Steelers have. You are playing with a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Honestly, record wise, you're playing with a great coach. You're playing in an organization that any player coming out of college would want to play for. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, no question. Any org like. That's top five organizations, arguably. Easy. Top five. Right. Um, and you're getting paid $17 million a year, and you're going to sit out on a must-win game? That, that just says a lot about your attitude. Well, especially when he has his agent call in for him on Saturday yeah. saying, oh, yeah, Antonio's ready to play. Well, where the heck was he for the last two, yeah. day, two, like, two days you missed practice? Not returning phone calls. Yeah. It's, it, and it's especially... Not okay. He had a front row seat to seeing Le'Veon, the Le'Veon Bell situation. Exactly. And he's just going to turn around and be like, oh, I'll do the same thing. I heard something about him buying a $20,000 ring or something. Uh, some bogus stuff. I, like, don't I don't know. The guy, the guy's all show. He, he's all about the show. Showing up to camp with a rolls, with a helicopter, whatever he did this year. You don't, I don't, if, you're, if your goal is winning Super Bowls, I personally think it's good for a team to get that off of your roster. Look at the teams that have that, it that hasn't, look at the teams that win the Super Bowl. They don't have a big name receiver necessarily. They, they have big name receivers, but not loud They're receivers. Not like uh, the New England Patriots, they couldn't win with Moss. Granted, it was only a couple seasons, but uh, you know Terrell Owens, uh, Des Bryant, they got rid of him in Dallas. Right. Now they're in the playoffs. You know, it just doesn't seem to be a good way of going about it. Having, I liked the way, well, I didn't like the way they dealt with the Le'Veon Bell situation, but I thought it was good for the Steelers to get away from that as much as possible. Uh, and so I think they should get away from this one as much as possible too. But my overall, my initial, th- my, my overall thought of it is, when is this drama going to end for Pittsburgh? Because I don't see any Super Bowl in sight as long as there's drama. It just, it, it's like a soap opera. Every single week, there is something. It's like, okay, I thought he died last week. I, I thought that that subject, or I thought that whatever it was, I thought we were past that. And then there's something else that pops up, and somehow it's tied to the. I don't. know. It, it's just always it's a, a mess. Well, and I think they need to they need to sit down with the players and say, with a lot of those players, and say, can you play with this guy? Like, what is the deal? Like, we cannot. And I continue to say with Le'Veon Bell, he is amazing. Brown is amazing. There's no question about that. Yeah. I think it's reached the boiling point where of, of no return. Yeah, that, that's... I, I just think it has. Here's my... Here, and the, the, the reason they haven't won a Super Bowl isn't because of Brown's drama. I think it's other reasons. No, no, no. I, I, I won't argue that. No, that's not fair to I'm Brown. Give you five but... takes here, Johnny. Okay. Here's what the Steelers need to do. I'm running through. Okay. They need to trade Antonio Wait, do you Brown. you want me to say, yeah, like, agree or no agree? Or, like, what do you want me to... How do you want me to respond? All right, you respond. You let me know if you... Th- Yes or no? Okay. Okay, these are five things I think they need to do for next year to compete. One of these five things or like... I got five in a row. Oh, okay. So they are all related. Okay. Yeah. So first thing, I think they need to trade Antonio Brown, regardless of the cap hit. We keep hearing different numbers. It could be $20 million, It could be six that they lose out on. It sounds like six is the number. I don't know. Even if it's $20 million, I think it's worth cutting your losses. Agreed. Okay. That trade, I think that they should preferably get a player as opposed to a pick. The reason I say that is because we still have a window with Roethlisberger. I would try for maybe another backup running back. Right. So a little bit better pick than usual. I'd try for maybe a backup running back or possibly a corner. We'll see. I'd rather draft, which is my second one. Fair. I'd agree with that. Maybe an inside linebacker. Right. I would rather personally draft. Number two would be draft a middle linebacker overall. I have no idea who that would even be. Maybe there's not one out there, but I think that that is more important. Um, I think the safety position is decent. I, I wouldn't make it a tampering with it. Um, no. I think the corner would be important, too. 
Three, fire Butler. Four, fire Danny Smith, the special teams coach. Both um, of them. I think both of them need to go because, one, if Butler's not calling the plays, why is he there? Yeah. If he is, it doesn't look great. Let Tomlin, <laughs> let Tomlin play his hand. You know, he is a defensive mind. Like, give well, him the just, shot. It just makes me think if, if the offensive coordinator was the problem last year, how come the defense still has been a little bit of a liability? Yeah, uh, I can agree with that. I would Danny fire Smith, one of the uh, one of right. one of I would fire one of the two, but I would try to fire both if I could. I think that I would personally. Danny Smith, I just they're the most penalized special teams. Yeah, I, I think you should fire the special teams coach before you fire Butler. But I, 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 yeah, I yeah, yeah, it's mixed. next one, next one, and then five. <laughs> I would try to bring. Um, they mentioned I would bring competition back for the kicking job. They may do that already. Um, with this Matt, whatever yeah, his um, name. I just yeah, think I Boswell has to know going into the season, this is it, man. Like, you have a chance yeah. to compete or not. I'm not saying that all of these things are going to fix all of their problems. That, to me personally, if I was the owner, it was the direction I would start to look, to start going. Obviously, if you're going to trade Brown, you got to see what you're going to get for him. You don't know. Yeah. Um, I've seen a few different names kind of tossed out. It's hard to say. That's too early to speculate. It is hard to say, yeah. But I think it's worth... Um, at least seeing what you can get back for him. But again, player over a pick, the window is shorter. So it I is. think you have to still be fairly aggressive. No, I, I can I can agree with that. Um, ooh, to be competitive this year. Because uh, they're still man. a good team. Yeah, no, they still are. And I don't know how much they're going to lose. I don't know if they're going to – they're not going to lose much. I mean, it, it, the receiving core, if you lose Brown – you might need to find a couple other. It, it's shoes a big to loss. Switzer is great, but can we trust him as a second guy? Like, who's going to be well, the second guy? We have Hayward Bay still on the roster. I, I'm so, right. always surprised that we don't use him more. But I don't know. Hunter, maybe? I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. I think those guys can get open because Antonio Brown draws a double. Yeah. Juju draws a double. I think he'll still play well, but he even he admitted yeah. he's like it's tough to play with a double. I've done it. Yeah, you know? I, I would really like to see what the Steelers could get for Antonio Brown because that that to me would then be like, all right, now let's go after this in the draft. Let's whatever that would determine how you would approach yeah. the draft. I mean, Definitely. granted, granted, the draft might will probably occur before Antonio Brown gets traded. I think uh, there's a good chance of that. But if you know something is on the table, you might act differently. All right, uh, let's go into a uh, in-depth analysis of the playoffs. All right, Chai. On Saturday, it all begins. The NFL playoffs are upon us with Wild Card Weekend. We got some great games coming up this weekend. Um, I think it's going to be very entertaining on both days. Uh, give me. Your calls for regular season, I won. I think we <laughs> we don't have to get into that. So now it's a new challenge, the NFL bracket. Let's do this. Um, we'll have our predictions next week once we know those games. But for now, we're going to go through the entire playoffs, who you think is going to win the Super Bowl and everything. So starting off with this weekend with the wild card, who do you got? Okay, wild card weekend. I've got Indianapolis going into Houston and winning. Oh, I think Andrew Luck, I believe in, and I do think that Houston has to prove me wrong in the playoffs against a, a good team first. Um, I've got Dallas winning at home over Seattle. Um, I think Seattle doesn't play well on the road, in spite of the fact that they are playing very well right now. I think Zeke and them get it done. Um, I've got the Chargers. This was the toughest one for me. I think they'll beat Baltimore. I trust in their coaching and in their defense, especially. I think they'll make the adjustments to win. It's going to, I was very, that's the hardest one for me to choose. That is a hard one. Um, and I think it's an early Christmas for Chicago, <laughs> not for Nick Foles. <laughs> and then the Eagles fans can finally shut up. Um, I think Chicago is going to walk all over them. You think so? I do. So you've got, really quickly go through it Indy, Dallas, Chargers, Chicago. Okay, uh, so let's. I'll, I'll start off with Chargers versus Ravens because this one was the hardest one for me. Uh, so Chargers have Lamar Miller or Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, in their memory, if there is a team that can go into Baltimore and stop this weird system of football, it's a Chargers team that has gone into Seattle, Pittsburgh, and Kansas City, and come away with victories. 
They get sweet revenge. They just played them two weeks ago. I think they go in and get it done. Colts versus Texans. Uh, this is a tough one for me because Colts are hot. And Texans, I don't know if I trust them. Uh, because the Texans have been one of the teams that I I don't think people should count out of the playoffs. You, you know how I, how I thought that. But while you look at, at the same time, you look at their schedule and you see some games they really should have won. They let, them, let the game slip away. Philadelphia. They had a arguably they arguably had a, a first round buy in their pocket if they wanted it. Let it slip. Uh, their pass defense is 28th in the NFL. With Andrew Luck coming to town, that's scary. However, uh, I think they get it done, but slim. Uh, I like them in a dogfight. That one is, a, is a, a coin flip. Game. It's gonna be a fantastic game. I just can can the Colts deliver again? I don't know. Tough challenge. In the NFC, Cow- uh, Saints versus Cowboys. Uh, to me, Wilson is a QB that you can trust. You mean is- Seattle Cowboys? Seattle versus Cowboys. Yeah. What did I say? Oh, I thought you said Saints. Oh, I'm sorry. If I did, I'm sorry. But anyway, Seattle Seahawks ver- coming into town against Cal- uh, Dallas Cowboys. Russell Wilson uh, is a QB that I think you can trust. Uh, Dak Prescott, we don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll take Russ in that battle. The big fear of Seattle will be Elliott. Uh, if they can get the ball to Elliott a lot, which I, I forget the statistic exactly, but if, if Zeke Elliott has so many carries, they're six and one or they're undefeated. Yeah. And when, anytime yeah. they're under that, they don't even have a 500 like record. 20 or 25 carries. Yeah, so if you're lot. Dallas, get him the ball early and often. At the same time, Seattle has uh, the, a great running attack. It's number one in the NFL. So, yes, the Cowboys have a great defense, but I think the Seattle, this is a type of team that's, where Seattle can come in and get it done. Seattle, can, they have Russell Wilson. They have a good running def, or good running offense. Hot team. I think they come in and win. Uh, Eagles versus Bears. Nick Foles is a magic man. We've all seen it. Uh, but the Bears, this Bears team is tough, and I think it's for real. Uh, while I don't love, uh, while I would love to see another Nick Foles playoff magic run, I would absolutely love it. You know me. I think that there won't be any magic after 60 minutes in Chicago. So I've got Bears. All right. So all right, Looking let's good. second round then. Uh, I'll go through mine, then you can go through yours. Uh, so that would that would leave the Seahawks going to New Orleans. Correct me if I'm wrong, and then Chicago going to L.A. Correct. Uh, I like L.A. by a s- slim margin, winning over Chicago because Gurley has been rested. Uh, I think that the whole team will be will kind of regain themselves, and I think they just get it done, just enough. It's probably a low-scoring game. Uh, and then Seattle in New Orleans, uh, too much for Seattle, just too much for it's gonna be too much for him. I think Breeze, it's 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 his time to get one more Super Bowl, and so I think that the the I think that the New Orleans Saints go on to win that one. Then you have uh, in the AFC, so I, I picked L.A. to win. And so that, w- that would leave L.A. going to the Chiefs, and that would leave the Houston Texans going to New, uh, New England. I like the New England Patriots to beat Houston uh, because it just always <laughs> – history tells me – history tells me, hell tells me that New England's going to win. Uh, and then L.A. going into Kansas City, man, can they – Oh, man. I don't know if they can do it twice. I don't know if they can do it twice. But Mahomes is going to be Mahomes' first playoff game. I like Rivers. I think in a dogfight, Chargers come out and win. Chargers win, and they go on to the AFC Championship game. So it would would end up being uh, New England Patriots versus the Chargers in the AFC Championship, and it would be New Orleans versus the Rams in the AFC – or in the NFC. All right. Give me your take on the divisional round. So the way mine would line up here, um, you'd be seeing Indianapolis as the sixth seed winning, going to Kansas City, where I'm going to predict that they once again upset. Yes, yes. No way. I am predicting that they go into Kansas City and win. They have a good running attack with Maryland Mack. The defense is decent enough, and the Chiefs are chokers. They're not like Andy Reid. I don't know what it is. They cannot seem to get past them. I think that would be the right team to play them. One of a couple. I would buy um, you a case of beer if you predict this one. Let's man. do this. <laughs> case of beer on the line here, folks. You heard him. 
my second um, would then have the Chargers going into New England, where they never win a playoff game. So that gives me New England winning. Sorry, folks. The Steelers did beat the Patriots. We tried to get them out of that <laughs> bye week and help you all out besides ourselves. Not happening. Surprise, surprise. So you have you have Colts and So I've got a Colts-Patriots championship in Foxborough. I think you can guess how I'm going to predict that. You know that happened the last time those teams played in the AFC championship, don't you? Well, they don't have Peyton Manning. Deflate gate. Deflate gate. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're right. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. Anyways, continue. Other side, I've got um, so it would bring Chicago to the Rams, where I am going to say that the Chicago is going to come in, and I think they're actually going to put a pretty decent number on the Rams. Now, don't really? get me wrong. Okay. Um, that is a tough game. It it's really a tough is. game. I, okay, I know that they, the Rams lost in Chicago. I get that. Oh, it was on the road. It was cold, blah, 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 blah. LA's not an intimidating place to play. It's it's just not. Yeah, that's the thing that makes that game scary. So I think Chicago's going to be fine. I don't like Trubisky a lot, but I love their defense, their running attack, and Matt Nagy. I think they're going to be fine. Um, again, sometimes I'm a history guy. When it comes to teams not doing well in the playoffs, I have to see them do well in the playoffs to predict them yeah, to that, go. Fair point. Rams lost last year. They, they should have beaten the Falcons, yeah. I think. No, that that's a good point, and uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but at the, at the same time, though, what does Chicago have to show the last couple of years? It's true. Do, like, granted, they don't have a history of losing in the playoffs per se. But they they haven't been. Haven't been there. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We'll see. But that that whole game that just makes that whole. Oh, game it's gonna be gone. it'll be a great game. Um, I think we both at least agree on that that they'll see each other. And then I see Dallas going into New Orleans, uh, really not having much of a shot to be honest. I know that they beat them in Dallas, um, but I I think New Orleans will take that game. So for the AFC Championship, I've got Colts at New England, and I have Chicago at New Orleans. Okay. Uh, So mine ended up being uh, L.A. versus uh, New England in the AFC, and I had New Orleans Saints versus the L.A. Rams for the NFC uh, game. Uh, so I'll go with it because at 3.05 uh, is the start of that, will be the start of the NFC Championship game. Uh, and uh, that'll be the beginning of the New Orleans Saints just whooping uh, the LA Rams. I know it's in, uh, in going to be, or it is actually in New Orleans, I'm sorry. Uh, so I, I just don't see LA coming in and doing it. Uh, I think Breeze, when, if he can taste the Super Bowl, he's going to, he's going to, that team is just too good. Uh, granted, I think the Rams are going to come off of a little bit of an emotional win over the Chicago Bears. They're going to be a little bit drained, and you, you good luck in New Orleans. That's a very tough place to play, as we have talked about before. In the AFC, I have the Chargers going into New England, and I think that Phillip Rivers, he too is tasting a Super Bowl, and I think that team, again, after going into – uh, Baltimore getting a win, going into Kansas City and getting a win. Foxborough is going to be no tall mountain for them, and I think they go in and I think three they win. road wins in a I row. I think they give them. I think they get three road wins, and I think they go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Well, I got that is a very yikes. uncommon thing in the NFL, but I think they go make in it. New England. Well, I've got Chargers, New England as well, and I think uh, New England goes all over them. <laughs> Uh, they just I, I don't they don't lose in Foxborough in January. But this is, is know this it's the di- year. I know, I know, <laughs> but we thought it was the year of the collapse. They could have been the fourth seed. Now they're the second. They just I they find a they way find, they find a to way. beat you. Fair point. They just do. And on the other so I've got New England in the Super Bowl and I've got the Saints um taking it to the Bears. I just the better overall team. Yeah. If, if it turns into At a shootout, home, you're taking gosh, Breeze over I mean, Trubisky. Trubisky's, yeah. It'll be a joke, honestly. At that point. Um, and I know, so my original prediction for the year was Patriots over Saints. For this bracket, I'm switching it actually to Saints Patri- over the Patriots if this does happen. The reason I say that is, it's really simple actually. Saints defense is even better than I thought it would be. And the Patriots defense is significantly worse. So you're taking Saints over. So okay. I, yeah. if that would happen, I would take Saints over Patriots as your Super Bowl champions. Okay. Uh, so that leaves me with the Chargers and the New Orleans Saints Super Bowl. Uh, this actually isn't far off from my original Super Bowl pick. Uh, my original Super Bowl pick uh, involved 
I believe, four teams or uh, five teams uh, on the NFC. I, it was harder for me to harder for me to see. I honestly thought Minnesota would be way better. I thought they would be in this discussion, but I thought New Orleans had a great shot, and I thought L.A. had a great shot. Uh, from the AFC, um, I kind of thought New England had a great shot, but I honestly thought it was going to be Pittsburgh's year, and I honestly thought that it was going to be L.A.'s year. Well, here at L.A., I think New L.A. is going to get to the Super Bowl. So I didn't really predict this, but in my overall discussion, these teams were mentioned. But anyway, you had a better read on it than I did at the start of the year. Uh but you're going to get a very entertaining Super Bowl. Uh, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be decently high scoring, I think, going into the third quarter. Or going into the fourth quarter, I'm sorry. And then you're going to see the New Orleans Saints just shut them down. Uh, I think it's going to be probably mid-30s to mid-20s. Like, mid it's going to be a touchdown game. I think Drew Brees gets his second Super Bowl. And he uh, considers retirement, comes back and plays another year. Uh, but it's going to be a good final note for him anyway in his final years and uh philip rivers i i would love to see him get a super bowl but i just don't think it's going to be enough this year well if they, he does win the super bowl <laughs> and he gets the mvp they better have a uh, 12 passenger van as his mvp car cbs <laughs> is going to be so excited if this is a super bowl because tony romo alone i'm gonna love it oh, everyone's gonna, gonna want every tony romo calling this game oh heck yes Smart move by CBS. <laughs> His second year in, and he's already calling the Super Bowl. That lucky guy. <laughs> Hi, man. That was fun. That was pretty darn fun. Good. Hi, right, man. Until next week.